Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is Suncast. Each week, I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Hey, welcome back, Solar Warrior. This is another Tactical Tuesday, short form conversations with subject matter experts designed to give you the practical tools, tips, and advice for building your clean energy business or career. You know, it was so good to be in person once again at the RE Plus Northeast event in February. It's the annual gathering that brings more than a thousand solar warriors together and the house was packed. It was the first time, in fact, that many of us were together in person in quite some time. A quick reminder, RE Plus is the new brand identity for Solar Power International and its related regional shows. A big thanks to the RE Plus team as they afforded me the opportunity to record live interviews like the one you'll hear today with a handful of subject matter experts just like yourself on their experience coming back into the quote, real world, face-to-face, one-on-one. And what exactly has them excited for this coming year, 2022? Today's guest, John Shimanis, is the CEO of Kindle Sustainable Infrastructure. John is a returning Suncast guest, and you can hear his original executive profile way back in episode 196 of Suncast, which of course we will link to in today's show notes. Back then, John and I discussed his unique approach to what he calls value-added finance. John's team and reputation have grown substantially in the sector since our chat way back in 2019, so I'm grateful for some face-to-face time with him in Boston to see how 2022 is shaping up what he is excited about and why these in-person meetings are still so critical to his success. I'm so glad you've decided to join us and level up your game, Solar Warrior, so get ready to tune up your skills. Here we go with another powerful conversation, live from RE Plus Northeast on Suncast. All right, I'm here with John Chimenez from Kindle Sustainable Infrastructure. If you missed John's wonderful interview on Suncast, I would encourage you to go back and check it out. John, we are here in your hometown of Boston. It's good to see you again. Yeah, welcome. Glad to have you here. Thank you. It has been a while since we've had a chance to have a family reunion. We often, we refer to these as family reunions. The industry calls them trade shows. What's it feel like to have everyone back in, back in your town? It's great. You know, being in person, it, it really makes a big difference. The yeah. relationships are solidified in person. You can get just so far over Zoom uh, and teleconferences, mm-hmm. but being in person has been such a such a joy. It, yeah. it really brings back the joy, and you know, it's great to you know to be back at this RE Plus conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, something else. Do you feel that business is going to mold back to kind of that? rat race of a conference every month? Or did the pandemic give us a chance to really take stock of the important elements of being in person? How do you, what's the, what's your philosophy now coming out of it? Uh, well, if you look at the past two months, it's going back to the rat race because there's been a conference just about every week mm. and they're going forward. 
I mean, I think it just shows how important they are yeah. uh, to get the right people together. Yeah. We've always been a little bit selective about which conferences we mm. attend. Uh, you know, we try to make sure that our colleagues, our partners are going to be there ahead of time so that we can have the most, most meaningful use of our time. Yeah. Cool. As you are now yet once again, getting face to face with multiple people, probably people that you maybe haven't seen in a couple of years, what do you find about how your company has grown or how your message has modified, has become modified or evolved? What do you find most surprises people about how KSI is growing? We've experienced a pretty linear growth. As you know, our business is buying and owning projects. We hold them for the mid to long term and we Mm co-develop. So one of the big changes that we've experienced, you know, we've we've staffed up a bit, uh, but one of the big changes that we've experienced is kind of going a bit further up into the development cycle with development partners. Further upstream, like closer to Greenfield. Closer to Greenfield. Mm -hmm. Not trying to be Greenfield. Mm -hmm. Um, We never want to, you know, get that far up. Uh, But what we have found is that the depth of knowledge that we've built, the experiences that we've been through, they're very valuable to local developers. And being able to provide assistance during those latter stages of development is really important. And Mm -hmm. with our company, which is a flatter organization, as opposed to a lot of the other buyers in the market are are pretty deep. They have a number of layers and they can be hard to make decisions. We're incredibly nimble at making decisions. So it's been sort of just sort of refreshing, exciting and fun. Mm To, uh, to share that news with developers where our message used to be, you know, we're more like NTP, just kind of, mm-hmm. we'll wait. And it, you know, so we've had a lot of fun doing that. And I think it that's seem, it. It seems like the dynamic of who's playing what role in development has modified quite a bit over the last couple of years. And it has to do, I think, with a lot of folks coming into the market that are bringing different skill sets and focusing on a narrower and ever increasingly narrower area sort of stake in the overall development process. That's my observation. But I'm curious your thoughts as a developer who, for those who are unfamiliar, has done everything from wind to large scale solar at very credible companies, worked with very large institutions. What hasn't changed? Like fundamentals of the game, what hasn't changed in the last couple of years? Great question. I think the importance of trust and respect. <laughs> I didn't expect that one. Yeah, that's... Is absolutely the biggest thing that in my me, eyes hasn't changed. Give, give me an example of how, where that is evident. Oh, gosh, in any business deal that you ever make, mm-hmm. um, you sign a MIPA, you sign a purchase and sale, you mm-hmm. put together a joint development. Day one guaranteed there's something that you didn't think about that you put into print. Yeah. And that's when trust comes. Yeah. And I'd say the market is learning more and more about that. Mm. But I think that's been so critical from day one. Mature industries are built based on trust and that's how Mm -hmm. business is done. If you're in a mature industry paper sales, for example, it's all about relationships and loyalty and trust. In fast moving industries where they're quickly evolving, trust isn't always a part of it from day one. There's a lot of, you know, just kind of quick deals, quick transactions, contracts are written, then they're ripped up and things move on. But as places, as industries mature, trust becomes more and more important. And that's for us, that's always been our key and, you know, a real foundation. Hey, I know you are a savvy listener. Heck, you're listening to Suncast and you've probably, as a result, heard of a little company called SunGrow. If you're not using SunGrow inverters on your projects, I would love to better understand why. They are the inverter of choice for many of the EPCs that I know. SunGrow is the number one in gigawatts deployed. 
They've got the top bankability in the industry. Hexsolve uses them for the majority of their projects. And you may not even know, but SunGrow has the largest R&D team in the power electronics industry. These three key points alone have convinced most of the major US developers to prefer SunGrow. They now experience a diversified supply chain, local service team, patented containerized product, all with their seamless pain-free commissioning. Look, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So why spend all of your cycles on what inverter to use when the largest EPC in the land has already done the heavy lifting for you? You can have their same experience for your projects. See how at mysuncast.com forward slash sungrow. When you look out over the next eight to 12 months, what either will have the greatest impact on your business or has you most excited about where you and those like you can grow? I think storage is coming. Mm. Coming? Uh, Not here? uh, Storage is coming. Storage is coming. Uh, You know, it's nascent. And there are a couple of markets where it it actually- It's so fascinating to hear you say it's nascent. Is that because it's not prevalent in every market? Yeah, that's right. That's right. There are a couple of markets, right? Yeah. California, there's a storage market. Uh-huh. Massachusetts, there's a, you know. Right. There's a couple, I guess, there's so I a, guess it's not nascent anymore when you can get what you're looking for in any market you go to. I, yeah, I get maybe that's how I'm describing it. Mm. Yeah, so it's coming. Because like you can get a mortgage in every state in the country, right? True. But you can't get a PACE loan in every state in the country. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. And maybe nascent isn't the right term, mm. I, but I think of it as it's growing, it's coming. And what I mean by that is I think we really are knocking on exponential growth coming up ahead of us at a, at a meaningful at a meaningful clip, right? Going from 200 megawatts to 400 megawatts is 100% growth. Mm-hmm. But we're going, you know, we're stepping into what's going to be, I think, explosive growth, yeah. particularly as utilities are finally acknowledging the value of... DERs on their system and the importance of grid uh, stability and storage on that grid. So one of the things that we've done is we made a partnership with Mm QCells as we were looking towards what we see as the future. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, They built out, they actually acquired a software platform called Jelly, um, where they've got this incredible capabilities in storage space. And we're working together collaboratively on, on projects, which I think helps us to stand out as a as an owner of projects and a buyer of projects, but also it's going to help us make better decisions as well. And I'm just, I'm thrilled about that because I think that really is the future. I think yeah. distributed generation is going to continue to grow. Any other hallmarks of your business in the last six to 12 months that kind of gives a, um, a, a that bears truth to how institutionals are looking at distributed? Because this is an area where we've seen a lot of institutional investment in resi and in utility. But mm-hmm. DG, middle market, serving businesses, serving commercial rooftops, serving the, I'll call it 200 kilowatt on the low side to maybe 20 megawatt space. It's hard. It's been hard outside of like the community solar sector. Right, right. Well, one thing that, that we are seeing is the institutionalization. Mm. What I describe as institutionalization of portfolios of DG assets. Mm-hmm. I don't know about, you know, one-off projects yeah. one at a time, but when you can aggregate them and you can operate them and prove their cash flows and their yeah. stability, you, we're seeing institutional capital come in. So for example, we did a transaction with Prudential this past year uh-huh. and obviously Prudential largest insurer in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very excited to do a portfolio refinancing mm. in DG. 
Okay. And I think that that's sort of a, a sign of more to come. For those who are thinking about developing a portfolio and they've been thus far maybe looking at three to five deals, trying to get their development shops credibly under them, get their feet under them. What's the target for them to think about how they would partner with someone like KSI or how they would be able to attract? Like, is there a threshold minimum ticket size? Look, the independent developer is alive and well. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the things that we love about DG because we're a small group or smaller. Yeah. And we like to work with groups that are the same size as us. Yeah. So, you know, I think when you look at a portfolio of call it five megawatts sort of starts out to attract pretty good. Yeah. Um, five megawatts total of products. Of a portfolio projects. Yeah. yeah. For, you know, sort of like call it an NTP sale or a joint development yep. sort of arrangement. Mm-hmm. For a developer that's focused on sort of developing and then selling right. for the fees, mm-hmm. I think five megawatts kind of gets them into a good spot. Right. Five to 15, 20 megawatts. Those are great. Very cool. Yeah. I think the market is is alive and well there. Well, the market is alive and well here at the RE Plus show. It's good to have locals like you to give us a warm welcome into Boston. And it's good to finally get to see you in person and get to know you. Nico, it's great seeing you too. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to a great, great couple of days here. Indeed. All right. Well, thank you so much. I hope that today's conversation has equipped you, Solar Warrior, with the tools to better understand and apply the knowledge that you've gleaned to your own journey. Hope you're excited for our collective journey through 2022 and that you've gotten more thoughts and insights on how to make it truly yours. I want to thank today's guest for taking the time out of their busy schedule at RE Plus Northeast. Thanks again to the RE Plus staff for their continued support of Suncast. Hey, we are super excited to bring back the podcast lounge in the RE Plus event that happens annually. This year it's in Anaheim in September. We'll be announcing, if we haven't already, the new name of that venue nested inside the show floor at RE Plus in Anaheim. If you haven't booked your tickets yet, well, what are you waiting for? You definitely should go ahead and get that taken care of. I'll be there. Can't wait to see you. And as a reminder, if you've forgotten, RE Plus is the new brand identity for Solar Power International and its related regional shows. Hey, if you'd like more content like this, you can find more than 450 episodes, resources, highlights from these discussions, along with how to connect with each one of our guests any resources mentioned in the show, and so much more over at mysuncast.com. Before you head out of here, I do have one simple ask. I'd so appreciate you giving us your five-star rating and review. You know, it helps others find Suncast just like it did for you. And it's never been easier. Go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Suncast. Ratethispodcast.com forward slash Suncast. And that'll allow you to easily and quickly handle this one quick favor for me. Thanks, as always, to the sponsors who helped make this podcast free for you to enjoy today. You can learn more about our sponsors and how you can partner with us as well by going to mysuncast.com forward slash sponsor. Remember, you are what you listen to. Thanks again for showing up, Solar Warrior. It's half the battle.